Hello, Agape Church and friends. Welcome into the Building Up Podcast. This is episode number 95. I am David. Thank you guys for being with us on this episode of the podcast. As we continue to highlight and look at some of the wise sayings of the book of Proverbs. If you're outside of our church, uh, this is connected to a sermon series that we're doing here in the spring of 2022 called Wisdom and Folly. And we are reading through all of the wise sayings of Proverbs together, basically chapter 10 through chapter 31. And so we're using this as an aid as we go through these uh, different chapters in Proverbs. So even if you're outside of our church or if you're listening to this at some point down the road, if you are wanting to dive into Proverbs and to learn more, I hope this will be a help to you. And uh, as we just try to highlight some of the big themes out of each one of the chapters. Today's episode, we're going to cover chapter 13 in Proverbs. And so uh, hopefully you've had a chance to read that. If not, you might want to pause the podcast and spend a little time reading through Proverbs chapter 13, then come back. And again, I hope this will um, be something the Lord can use to highlight to you as we uh, look at these wise sayings, and we pursue wisdom together through these sayings. And of course, as we talked about on our last episode, as we pursue wisdom, we are pursuing Jesus because all the wisdom of God is in Christ. He was the person of wisdom, wisdom in bodily form. And so as we pursue wisdom, we pursue Jesus. As we pursue being more like Jesus, we are pursuing becoming a wise person. All right, a couple of big themes in chapter 13, Um, and we're not going to be able to cover all of these. There's some themes of wise behavior. There's some themes of truthfulness versus falsehood. Uh, There are some themes of sowing and reaping. As Galatians tells us, what we sow, we will reap. So if you put Uh, a particular type of seed in the ground, it is going to produce the kind of tree or the kind of plant that is lined up with the nature of the seed, all right? So an apple tree comes from an apple seed, right? And that is true in our lives. Whatever we sow into the world, we will reap back. And whatever we sow spiritually, we will reap back. That's the principle that we see in the New Testament and in Proverbs. Also, we see a big theme of correction. I want to highlight some of these Proverbs to you, and we're actually backtracked just a little bit into chapter 12 as well because uh, we see the same theme in chapter 12, so I'll jump around just a little bit. Back in chapter 12 of Proverbs, under this theme of correction, Solomon writes that the foolish person thinks his way is right, but the wise listens to the opinion of others. This is in verse 15 in chapter 12. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. So being a person of wisdom means that we understand our first inclination, our plans, our ideas of how we're going to do things may not be the right way, even though we may be fully convinced that what we're doing is right, it's possible that it's not. 
And so a wise person, there's someone who says, you know what, I, I want to get other people's input. I, I want to go to other wise people and ask them what they think. And I want to listen to their views and their opinions. But a, a foolish person is just locked in. Um, their plans, their ways, uh, they've made the decision and uh, they really don't want input. And the Bible compares that. So we want to be wise people. We want to be those who listen to counsel and, and have people in our lives who speak into our lives. Back in chapter 13, we see this theme continuing right away in verse 1 of chapter 13. A wise son hears his father's instructions, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. So this is actual correction. The Bible says that a wise person listens when someone corrects them. But a foolish person refuses to do that. Solomon goes on to say in verse 10 in chapter 13 that uh, insolence comes from insolence comes nothing but strife. Insolence is pride and arrogance. But with those who take advice, there is wisdom. So again, we see this theme that uh, wise people want counsel. Wise people want correction. Uh, even though they know correction is hard, they want it because they know it will help them. But foolish people, they just want to follow their own path, and they certainly don't want anyone to correct them or to rebuke them. As a matter of fact, if you correct a person who is filled with insolence or pride, it probably is going to end up being a fight. They're probably going to end up quarreling with you. But the wise person will listen to advice and, and they won't fight people who are trying to help them. Now, again, that doesn't mean that you're always going to take someone else's counsel. If it is obviously black and white in God's word, then you have to. But what we're talking about often is things where we don't we don't know the, the exact right answer from Scripture. Uh, so we... We listen to that advice and we apply it the best we can and we listen to someone's correction and we we apply it the best we can uh, and that is what that is wisdom and we don't fight people on that we don't get mad maybe you've had experiences where you've tried to correct someone um, or you tried to give advice and and the response was one of anger and that can be very frustrating uh, and you've probably been someone who has responded angrily to someone who is trying to give you advice. We find ourselves in both of those categories, and the Bible is trying to show us what wisdom is. Now, Solomon goes on to say in verse 14 of chapter uh, 13 that the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. So if you have wise people in your life who are teaching you, then uh, that is a fountain of life for you, and we all need that. We all need to be taught by God's Word. We all need wise counselors. So correction and receiving wisdom is a big theme in chapter 13. We didn't highlight even all the verses that relate to it. But I want to move on to another theme from chapter 13, and that is one that talks about desires and things that we hope for. That is another big theme that you may see in chapter 13 as you read. So let's look at a few of these. Verse 11 I just really stood out to me um, as a very important proverb. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. So here Solomon is saying that 
you know, trying to get rich quick is not wise. And ultimately, you're not going to gain something uh, that you can keep. It will probably leave you as quickly as it came to you. But someone who's willing to work and gather a little at a time, they will increase their wealth and their fortune. Now, I, I'll be honest, when I thought about this, I, my mind immediately went to the church. You know, as a pastor, you think about you want your church to grow. You want it to be healthy. And there's a lot of things out there where people will present to pastors. Here's how you can make your church grow quickly. And, uh, and what I've learned over the years in pastoring and leading is that quick growth, sometimes when you grow quickly, you're not ready for it. You're not able to actually sustain it and to help people in, in it. And it, it kind of dwindles away. But when you when you see growth coming in a church spiritually, numerically, and it's coming a little at a time as the Lord is being faithful to give here and there to the church, then you see that it's a type of growth that you can celebrate and it's a type of growth that usually sticks. That's where my mind went. I don't know where yours goes when you think about that principle of being careful to not gain something hastily. Um, it could be in issues of relationship. It could be financial. It, it, it could be a, a wide variety of things where you're trying to get something and you're trying to get it fast, but it could be that you end up losing it fast. It's better to gain slowly, um, to reach your desires and the things that you hope for uh, in a, sometimes in a, in a steady pace rather than a quick pace. All right, let's go and look at a few more. Verse 12. Very famous proverb in chapter 13. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Yes, when we hope for things and it just gets keeps getting pushed away and pushed away, it can make you anxious. It can make your heart sick. It can make you sad, um, even depressed perhaps. But when something that you desire is fulfilled, it is like going to the tree of life. It is joyful. It is. It makes your heart glad and happy. So well, what do we need to learn from this? Well, one thing is the Bible does promise us that good desires, godly desires, uh, those things will come in their right time. And so we can we can know that God will provide for us and he will give us the things we hope for. And when he does, those good desires that he fulfills for us, it will be like a tree of life. And, and if it feels at times that God is deferring our hope, what we can know is that he's doing, his timing is based on what is best for us. His timing is based on uh, us receiving not just what is good for us, but in the time that it's good for us. Because sometimes uh, it's possible that we want something and we long for it, and if we were to get it right now, it would actually ruin us. And so we are able to know that God is not deferring our hope. God is waiting for just the right time to give us the gifts that we need uh, and and we will receive those gifts at the appropriate season so that we can really enjoy them. Verse 19 in Proverbs 13, same heading here in this theme of desires and hope. Verse 19, a desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but to turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. 
Well, there again, the Bible is talking about good desires. When those good desires, when God fulfills them, it is that tree of life. It is sweet to the soul. But for an evil person, an unwise person, they don't desire good things. They don't desire godly things. They want they want what is evil. Their order, their uh, desires are disordered, and so it's very difficult for them to turn away from their evil desires in order to be able to receive the desires that is best for them. And wise people pursue desires that God gives them that are in line with His Word. They. Pursue desires that other people have affirmed to them, good, wise counselors in their life have affirmed to them that is that seem would seem to be good to them, where foolish people, uh, they desire evil and they don't want to turn away from those disordered desires and ultimately their hope is deferred and they will find themselves getting heart sick over and over and over again. So again, big theme there, desires and hope. Uh, Verse 25 tells us the righteous will have enough to satisfy his appetite, but the belly of the wicked will suffer want. That's an interesting proverb because it doesn't tell us that the righteous will have this abundance so that they're so full they can't move, but rather their appetite will be satisfied. You know, God knows how to give us what we need. He knows how to give us enough. If God gives us too much, we might forget him and we might not pursue him. God gives us what we need to satisfy our appetites, both physical and material, but also spiritual, mental and emotional. But someone who is a foolish person, they will suffer want. Ultimately, they don't have a good God who is providing for them and helping them along. So one more proverb that I want to highlight to you and outside of the theme of desires and hope more so in the big picture theme of sowing and reaping that we really didn't get into from chapter 13, but I thought it was an appropriate proverb to end on today. And it's verse 20, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. The sowing and reaping there is, is if you sow in your life by surrounding yourself with people of wisdom you yourself will reap back wisdom. You will become wise yourself. But if you sow in your life the companion of foolishness, if you surround yourself with people who don't really love God and don't care for his word and wisdom and you listen to their counsel, we're not talking, by the way, about having friends who are lost. Um, the Bible doesn't tell us to not do that. We we should be trying to make relationships with people who don't know Jesus, so that we can share Jesus with them. But when you when you surround yourself with foolish people who speak into your life and you listen to their counsel, ultimately you're going to reap back harm into your own life. So church, let us be people who are wise and we're pursuing Jesus so that we can help others become wise. And let us also surround ourselves with people of wisdom so that we ourselves might reap that back into our life. I hope today has been helpful. I look forward, Lord willing, to the next podcast episode where we can continue walking through these chapters of Proverbs and these wise sayings. Until next time, church, grace and peace to you. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. 
If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Son, I'm giving you victory.